You know, Canada is known for being polite and diplomatic, saying sorry all the time, but are those very traits causing us some of the problems that we've been kind of having on the international stage? I mean, look at us fighting with India, pressure from China, giving a standing ovation to someone who fought with the Nazis. I mean, maybe it's time for a change in attitude from within. Now, how would that help with our situation that we're in right now? Well, that's what's interesting about a piece written in the Globe and Mail by our next guest. David Polanski is a senior research fellow at the Institute for Peace and Diplomacy and political theorist uh, who writes on geopolitics and the history of political thought. David, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Do you think we need an attitude change from within? Yeah, I mean, I do. And this is the problem is, of course, this is a very difficult thing to do, even in a country as small as Canada. You know, by small, I mean, not geographically, but, you know, we're talking about 40 million people, uh, which is still way more people than anyone knows. And so this sort of weird and complex dynamic between, you know, the majority and then the sort of uh, leadership and the elites uh, right now, I think that has fallen by the wayside in certain ways. Uh, getting that back on track is not in, in any country, you no matter how small, is never a simple thing. I mean, think about how difficult it is just to, to just to manage a simple project with a group of ten people, for example. Okay, so where would we even start with something like? Because what what do you think we need to change it to? My answer is that so a couple things. One is you know obviously I have my own views on what you know, Canada's national interest would be or anyone's national interest would be, and I'm happy to tell anyone over a beer what I think they should be doing. But the more difficult, uh, I think, matter is recovering certain uh, political habits of thinking about your country as a concrete place with its own specific national interests uh, That and, and thinking of your leadership as being charged with exercising uh, and defending those interests as opposed to this sort of vague and watery sense that we're at the end of history and the purpose of the leadership is simply to stand up and say the right things uh, and make, you know, and lecture other countries on whether they're doing, you know, whether they're conforming with, you know, certain moral strictures or whatnot. This is very far, I think, from political reality and political responsibility. Okay. Where has Canada fallen down, in your opinion, on this? Which again? Where has Canada fallen down on this? Like, what what has happened to us that has put us in this position? I'd say two things. Well, actually, I'd probably say a lot of things. But uh, I, I let's just take a couple of them. Um, I think that there is a great deal of complacency that has set in over the past ten to fifteen years. Uh, it's almost like the, uh, an entire leadership class kept reading those articles that come out once a year and say that Canada is the first or the second greatest place to live and figure that their job was done. Uh, and they basically <laughs> that's very, that's very true, by the way. That is very true. And I like Canada. I mean, I, I, should, I, should, I should stress that I'm speaking as an American here uh, who has come to Canada. Uh, so I have a sort of inside-outside perspective. I quite like Canada. And, and I, don't even dispute, I don't even dispute the many uh, articles praising its virtues. But, of course, that doesn't mean that you don't have to husband its resources. I mean, one obvious example would be uh, throwing themselves into net zero. This in a country that uh, covers something like 2% of the world's service area. It has a vast array of resources. That is a major strategic source of strength. Uh, throwing it out the window in pursuit of some sort of, you know, postmodern uh, economy that we haven't yet achieved, or LARPing as Belgium, that hasn't helped anybody. Um, thinking that your job is to go around lecturing other countries and sort of feeling safe from your northern position, that doesn't really work because at in, in the end of the day, no matter how remote, Canada is still very much in the world. And to begin with, there needs to be the recovery of the house of thinking, what do we want from the world? What are our interests? 
and then linking that. And that, I think, has positive Democratic feedback because it reminds you, it reminds our leadership that uh, they have obligations, first and foremost, to actual Canadians, you know, not to the angels in heaven and, and not to the U.N. and not to, whoever, you know, uh, editorial boards or Twitter or what have you. Uh, this is ultimately, I think, a Democratic political uh, set of habits and practices that has kind of fallen by the wayside uh, as a result of feeling, oh, we're doing great. We don't have to do much more. That's a very Canadian thing, though, right? Like, I don't know how you change that mindset. Yeah, Canadians are complacent. Uh, bless their hearts. But um, frankly, part of this, I think, I think it begins with recognizing that materially you're not doing as well as you thought you were and, not, and you're not doing as well as you were 10 years ago. Um, feeling that bite uh, has, <laughs> can be salutary. I'm not happy about it. I don't think anyone's happy about it. But sort of that, uh, that, that's a very strong reminder that you live in the world and that your position in the world and that the policies that you pursue have, uh, have costs. And, 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 and it, it can be worthwhile to pay those costs. It can. But it's one thing to pay the cost, and it's another thing to say that there are no costs, there are no trade-offs, there are no hard choices that have to be made anymore. And I think feeling that bite a little bit probably has woken Canadians up. Uh, and I'm not making a particular political point here, saying you have to vote for this or that leader. But I think that you have to be thinking about what is this person actually offering me? What is this person offering us? And what do I want for my family, my community, and ultimately my country? Hmm. It's an interesting idea. David, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. That's David Polanski. Uh, David is a senior research fellow at the Institute for Peace and Diplomacy, a political theorist as well who writes on geopolitics and the history of political thought. Has a very interesting piece in the Globe and Mail talking about exactly what he just discussed there, is that maybe our identity is part of the problem, part of the issues that we have been having right now, finding ourselves in these tussles with China and with India and, and you know being embarrassed on the world stage by what happened in the House of Commons, and that maybe Canada needs to change our kind of attitude towards the rest of the world, that we need to be a little bit more, um, I guess, inward thinking, I think is what uh, probably the best way to put that. But it's an interesting idea.